visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International. Up ahead this hour, we go over to Shirley Lin's music program, Jukebox Republic. But as always, we kick off today's episode with a brand new edition of Here in Taiwan. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's edition of Here in Taiwan. It is April the 9th, if you're joining us on our live stream on Facebook. Otherwise, if you are joining us, tuning in on the radio, it is now Monday, April 11th. Oh, I'm wrong, 12th. Oh. <laughs> I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me here in the studio are my more um, mathematically competent <laughs> colleagues, Stash Butler hello. and Shirley Lin. Hello. Coming up next, we'll be telling you an amazing story of an iPhone rescued in perfect condition after a year of falling into a lake. <laughs> also, the COVID vaccines are here and all three of us here in the studio today may be eligible to get one soon. Plus, a famous place in northern Taiwan known for having a whole ton of stray cats is taking steps to be more animal welfare minded. We'll be telling you what they're going to do. All that in just a minute. Please stick around. And just a heads up for all of you joining us today. If you uh, have time and are so inclined, please check back. It's on our Facebook page, right? It is. I think it's on our... Oh, it's definitely on our website. Is it on our Facebook page? Um, I'm not sure, but it's definitely Go on our Go to our website. website. That's the safest yeah, bet. Yeah, safe, safe, safe um, We're going to have another live presentation, this one featuring our very own Leslie Liao. Um, for those who haven't heard yet, uh, we, Leslie has been sent on location to the central city of Taichung, where tonight, Taiwan time, one of the biggest... Uh, sort of folkloric, I guess you could say, events of the Taiwanese calendar is going to be taking place. And for the first time ever, RTL will be there live to cover it. We're talking about uh, the procession. Uh, well, it stretches over many days, but we're just going to get the sort of the, the, the where they, when they're, you know, past the starting line. Um, <laughs> and that will be, uh, it's a pilgrimage dedicated to the sea goddess Mazu, and that begins at noon UTC, which yeah. I believe is 8 p.m. Taiwan 8 p.m. Time. Taiwan time. If you're joining us from the east coast of the U.S., that's 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. So uh, the rest of you out there, I'm sorry. That's uh, Those are the only <laughs> conversions I know. Yeah. I had enough trouble with the dates earlier. What so. is that in Iraq? <laughs> yes. Right. Be, fact, I'll have to leave you to figure that out for yourself. <laughs> Please do check it out. Leslie's commentating, and that means that you are in for a good time. Also, we should mention it's going. the commentary will be in 11 languages. That's right. Not simultaneously. They'll take it in turns. No, Leslie is not that apt. I mean, you know, he's a very talented linguist, but 11 right. uh, is, is beyond his capabilities. Yeah. Um, so depending on what time you tune in, uh, we encourage you to just uh, stick for, through the whole thing because it is very exciting and colorful, uh, even if you don't quite understand the commentary. It's going to be a very colorful, exciting time. So please mm -hmm. check it out. It's on our website. All right. Uh, let's start off today with a story of an iPhone rescued after a whole year submerged underwater yeah i love this okay a spoiler my favorite part of the story is that it still worked it wasn't just like you know they just you dropped it and they found a kind of dried uh, albeit you know from a very wet condition uh iphone 
This is happening in uh, Taiwan's Sun Moon Lake. It's the uh, the largest lake in Taiwan. It's a big lake. It's a big lake. Mm. Um, it's uh, not a great lake exactly, but it's big. N- no, and it, it, well, it's not so big anymore, really, uh, because it's been steadily shrinking over the past year or so because Taiwan's currently undergoing a, quite a serious drought. Mm. Um, we haven't had any typhoons for the first time in 56 years, I believe it was. Not um, a single yeah. one. Yeah. And very little rain yeah. on top of that. Yeah, um, so it's uh, that's partly why the, the banks have kind of uh, well, yeah, I suppose the waters receded a, a fair mm-hmm. amount. Right. Uh, so that's, you know, bad news for most. But lucky for this man, uh, <laughs> Mr. Chen, uh, who a year ago, he was going, uh, what was it? I was about to say waterboarding. Paddle- but that's, that's, that's a very different, different, that's a very very different, different thing. Different. Paddleboarding. Uh, paddleboarding, right? paddleboarding. Uh, on March 15th of last year. Have you been paddleboarding? Paddleboarding? No. no. I have not. I've been boogieboarding. You have to have a good balance. But you have to be in the ocean it, for that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go surfing oh. as well. Anyway, he was uh, he was going paddleboarding. Um, and there's actually a photo here of, of him going paddleboarding in March. And very wisely, he realized there was... I mean, he took his phone out with him, which like, I suppose is his choice. I mean, it wouldn't be my first reaction. No. Um, but he has it in a very kind of... In like a little waterproof case around his neck. Right. Well, that's probably fine then. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know what he planned to do with it With it in this case. I mean, like... He, Can he take photos through take the photos? plastic? Maybe, yeah. I guess if it was kind of good enough sort of transparent plastic. But yeah, so he had this uh, and he kept falling off. Uh, and then... Uh, I bet he was new at this sport. So he's not a good paddle No, he's not an expert <laughs> paddleboarder, it seems. Yeah. Um but one time he fell off and came back and uh, and the phone was gone. The clip had sort of broken off. I yeah, guess. something mm. like that. Um, and you know, so he was like, "Well, that's that's that then. That's not coming back." It's not a it's not a shallow lake. No. no. Um, but I mean, he, I think he was sort of fairly near the bank. I mean, obviously he, he, he's not going to be miles from the bank because otherwise it's not going to dry that far. But I don't think you can get miles from the bank. It's not maybe like one or two miles. It's not that. That's true. You can see the other side. No. Yeah. Right. Um, but he, uh, so apparently a friend uh, jokes to him at the, at the um, saying at the time, you know, rest assured you'll see your iPhone 11 Pro Max 512G again in a year. Um, un- I don't know, un- un- you know, in anticipation of what, but... That's a strange prophecy. Yeah, apparently his friend was a prophet. Yeah. Um, but he says, uh, yeah, but they called him basically in April. So in the last few days saying that they'd found the phone. Mm. How is the battery still alive? That's what I want to know. Well, I imagine they must have charged it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, the fact that it's still it's still functional is just, like, incredible to me. Oh, you mean, like, to charge it after it picked yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, it probably okay. died. I was going to say, my phone barely can last, like, 12 hours without charging. Really? Mm. I, had a, I had a phone once. Uh, I had, like, I've gone through phases in my life of sort of rejecting smartphones and uh, embracing kind of old like nokia brick Mm -hmm. phones Mm -hmm. just because you know you kind of i mean you lose some things but you gain others um uh but yeah i had a phone like that and it was great because i literally would have to charge it maybe like once every 10 days uh yeah (laughs) and those get those days are gone aren't they the days when you could just charge your phone every uh every kind of two weeks or so Mm. um I think most people are on kind of daily charges at mine the moment. Are, yeah, mine are hourly sometimes. Really? we do more than just making calls on... No, yeah, but, things, but right? mine is so bad, like, I can just leave it overnight and it's dropped 20%. Really? I haven't done anything. How, when, how old is your phone? Just a year. Really? <laughs> the battery's oh. awful. Oh. So. Do you have the Bluetooth on? No. And then no. the yeah. Wi-Fi? No, 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 no. It's all, it's all mm. off and then, yeah... I mean, I had a phone like that. I have bad luck with phones. One, my last one caught fire in my pocket. Oh my <laughs> oh, god! I remember. Was that. it one of the the, the, the <laughs> not a Samsung? It wasn't no. a Samsung. No. Oh god! It was a faulty, um, defective 
uh, cable, I guess. Really? It's, oh. It caught fire in your pocket. Yes. I smelled the smoke first. Oh, my God. And it was, this was in uh, Bangkok Airport. I was about to make a connecting flight, too. And I had to, I was like, no, oh and I did God. a slow motion run, like panicking. With your I burning found, phone in hand. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, that was done. That was fried. Oh, really? I managed to get it out. And then I was like, I need to get a new iPhone before I board this plane. Yeah. Uh, oh, my because God. Because I'm not going to be in contact. I have no way of contacting anyone. I oh don't have God. a computer with me. Yeah. People are going to think that I've been abducted or something. Oh, so. my God. Oh. So you're like, uh, like urgent wow. iPhone. So that's the story of how I have my current iPhone. I did not drop it in a lake. But I'm sure that at some point I'm going to do something like that. Yeah. Well, just have it in a waterproof case right. and you'll be fine. You yeah, know. That's a great. Is this, do we know what the brand is? Of this of waterproof <laughs> yeah, case? Yeah, I want to buy one now. Asking. Uh, a lot of people I, are asking. It's not really clear. It's got, I, it's got a kind of orange pouch at the top. <laughs> uh, if You know, if you see something like Pretty that. It's sophisticated. It's if, got a clutch, yeah. clutch kind of thing. If Mr. Chen is out there and I he can get in touch before. with us uh, as to the, the branding of his... His little baggie, then we'll be ha- happy to have it. Um, the phone looks like brand new. Yeah, they, they, they've, 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 people have been joking about it online as well, saying that like the manufacturer should make you a business partner. That's <laughs> what someone said. It's a pretty good advert for it. Uh, you know, you have to say they should turn that into a commercial. Yeah, they should interview him. Yeah, like a re- like dramatic, like a, yeah, like dramatic a... <laughs> kind of reconstruction of the event. Uh, no, quite incredible. Wow, paddle. Um, what what was the sport again? Paddleboard. Paddleboarding. Paddleboarding. Yeah. Right. Have, have either of you ever been to Hodong in New Taipei? I. That's like. I think I. I should have. It's yeah, like Shifen, Sh- 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 right? It's like I've been near, yeah, I've been to Shifen, which is near there, yeah, sort of. I, it's kind of okay. near. I think I think I passed through it on a train, and then someone told me, I don't know, is it worth going to? Do you think? I don't know, and I've always felt conflicted about it. Really, very conflicted. What's, your, what's what's the source of your? Because it, well, it's famous. I guess we should let our listeners know. Yeah. For it's kind of Taiwan's cat village. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's got a well. Let's see. A 2019 survey found about 300 cats in the village, but a lot of them have just been ditched there, and as its fame has spread unscrupulous owners have been t- taking their cats there t- for the purpose of ditching them oh. and like no one like people are all like taking photos with these stray cats and mm-hmm. like feeding them and but there's no one there like animal welfare <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not a very kosher situation i don't think no. very good for the animals yeah, yeah yeah um so i've always wanted to go and be like i don't want to support something that's not you know, that mm. the Humane Society would not, the SPCA would yeah. not approve of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but New Taipei is, uh, which is the city it's in, is rebranding the village now with a much more Dog feline, village. you know, <laughs> with a much more feline friendly focus. They're trying to make the cats sort of, uh, well, better looked at, look after. Okay. Put a system in place. Right. There. Um, so, and they've done so, and this was just on April 8th, so yesterday. Um, they established the Cat Public Office. It's a facility that tries to, you know, look after the well-being of the stray cats in the village by tracking them. They put microchips in some of them. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. okay. Healthcare. They've got veterinary services, I guess. And uh, I'm sure things like spaying and neutering as well, which yeah. is a big, you don't yeah. want to, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, others just keep getting more cats. And know? they're going to, I mean, I don't think they're going to put a tremendous amount of, uh, professional like manpower into this but they're going to organize volunteer patrols of people who are concerned about the cat's welfare to uh just go around and monitor them uh this is according to the animal protection and health inspection office yeah um the office is in a building that's decorated with a kitty a giant kitty uh 
And it has like they're gonna have statue. No, like painted on the wall, like a mural, like on the whole front wall. It's gigantic, and it's Catzilla basically. (laughs) And um, they're gonna sort of make their mission also to educate visitors about the cats and and sort of advise people on how they should interact with them. Mm, Yeah. Don't feed them certain things, I guess. Yeah. Or... What What do cats not not eat? I mean, like with dogs, you avoid chocolate, right? Otherwise, you kind of yeah. kill them, don't you? Well, well, yeah, and you have to be careful because dogs will just eat anything. That's true. Um, yeah. But cats, I don't know. I feel um, like cats, if they don't want something, they just won't eat it. Yeah. You know no. What I mean? <laughs> no. Um, my, my cats are very. Uh, I have two cats back in London, and they're notoriously hard to please. My, my dad tried to swap like a different, supposedly brand, more suitable uh, food for uh-huh. them, and then they were like. What is this? I'm <laughs> sorry. What What do you think you're doing? My mom has four cats at the moment. And four? Yeah. They're not okay. all hers, but wow. they but they are in her care for various reasons. And um, they left tuna out, I guess, overnight, but it was still good, but it had gotten a bit drier in consistency, and the cats wouldn't touch it the next day. Oh, oh my God. They had to throw it out. So <laughs> fussy. <laughs> it was like, it's still perfectly yeah. good. It was in the refrigerator. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, they say that it's more they're they're changing to a more cat centric approach, and the office is going to feature an area for cultivating catnip, which is hilarious. Oh wow, it's like a little. Cut. My sister is notorious. They got a catnip spray last time I was back, and um, she was like spraying them all, like drugging them all, <laughs> like really? spray, spray, spray. I'm like, I don't think they're supposed <laughs> to have that <laughs> That's much. That's not meant to have it. <laughs> I n- I never like actually got catnip for our cats at home. I I don't actually. I haven't seen its effect. They go very bizarre. Really? It's very interesting. Wow. But not all cats seem to be affected. Really? Um, there were some that she, that's what she, she just kept spraying until something happened. Different kind of tolerance. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good that people are coming to look after them. I, I remember I was actually in uh, in Lebanon one time and uh, on the, American, the, the campus of the American University of Beirut that's there, they have like kind of campus cats Aww. and the way you can tell is that they all have like they're all, they've all been clipped like and the, the ears, ears. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 and yeah. depending oh, on okay. which side it is that they're either male or female oh yeah possibly oh. Something like that i can't as remember well. how it works i wonder if they can do something like that for for this we have know? a lot of strays just around my neighborhood too taipei has a lot really yeah i don't see a lot of cats as the thing is I, i've lived I in places more that... stray dogs really yeah my neighborhood well i mean i'm right in this in the middle i guess so i see i see fewer of both but um, but for, I mean, Taiwan, I feel generally has way more stray dogs than it has stray cats. Yeah. My yeah. neighborhood has a lot, just happens to have a lot for some reason. But then you go someplace, yeah, you go someplace in the world and it's just like stray cats everywhere. Yeah. I don't know what it, it's it hard is. to tell. I mean, I was, I, <laughs> I, I kind of went cat crazy when I was, uh, traveling last year at the time, but when my phone exploded, ah, um, yeah. that time, yeah. um, there were, I, I ended up with all these cat pictures because I guess they were just all over Southeast Asia too. So right, right. Yeah. It's a global problem, but yeah. I'm glad that like this cat village is doing something to make, to look after its uh, residents. I mean, 300. Uh, 300, see, is, that, is that the estimate? And that was in 2019. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. they haven't spayed and oh. neutered, goodness knows. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I suppose you, you could hope that with the kind of, they could keep track of which ones were yeah. actual kind of, you know, if they right. clipped them or something. So um, we've got lots of uh, greetings from people online. Uh, Douglas North says, hi, folks. And he also sympathizes with your battery woes. Mm-hmm. He says that his, his charges are hourly, too. <laughs> it's uh, bad. Yeah, which is not great. Um, Jen Delari says she's surprised that the water uh, didn't make the battery catch on fire uh, for that last story. That, that, that bag. Yeah, it's that magic bag. Go, go and find it, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, uh, if you're doing water sports. Uh, Debashkopi says hello to us. Uh, uh, Joshua Bendia from the Philippines. 
Uh, and Sabina Gore says she and her sister have five cats. That is mm. Between them or just like jointly? That's a good question. That's a lot uh, of... Get back to us, Sabina, yeah, yeah. Uh, about that one. Do you live that's... together with your sister? Is that... That's a crazy situation. That's Christmas. When I go home for Christmas, there's five cats. I feel like but I, from what, like cats aren't, they're normally quite solitary creatures, aren't they? Like, and exactly. They... So they have rivalries and they gang up. It's very interesting. It's entertaining, but also like... Yeah, they're kind of mean to each other. Yeah. I I recently interviewed actually the uh, co-founder of uh, Taiwan SPCA, and she herself, she and her sister, they have what is it now? Five dogs and one bird, oh. a pigeon, a pigeon, a pigeon, yeah. like a racing. They pigeon. rescued the pigeon. Yeah, they have those racing. And they pigeons. want to mm. to let it go, you know, after yeah. it's healed, but it wouldn't go. It's a homing and they pigeon. didn't want to. They didn't want to be attached to the bird, so just called it bird. Bird. So now they just uh, keep on calling her bird. My mother once and, uh, had a dog yeah. called Dog before. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like those kinds of names. <laughs> ah, finally, a chance for vaccination. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, how soon is this likely to happen? You mean self, uh, like you pay yourself? Yeah, out yeah. of pocket. Yeah. Okay. How soon is that likely to happen? Because um, I'll pay out of pocket. As, uh, <laughs> it could be as early as the end of April this month. So, wow. and it's only for those who really need to travel, like um, uh, for work, study, or to receive, like, you know, uh, special medical treatment. So they have mm. about 5,000 to 10,000 self-paid AstraZeneca vaccine doses. That's the brand that we, we have so yeah. far in Taiwan. Yeah. Um, so for people who really need to 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 travel, we've been really s- pretty slow about this. Although it we took are. a long yeah. time to get here, because uh, I know that like all my relatives have been vaccinated, even the ones who are younger than me. Really? Yeah, they've all gotten. What? Where? where oh, wow. in, 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 the, in the states? states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, where, they open it up to I've, like everyone. I've asked you so many times to remind me which state again. <laughs> well, Maryland, but I think Maryland, pretty much nationwide, it. they're just like, nope, everyone who wants one, come really? get it. That, yep. Oh, because that was mm-hmm. the thing with May first, wasn't it? Wasn't that was the whole Biden? Yeah, thing but I think that in there. some places they're already they've like, already done that. Yeah, or are doing so. Mm. So we are okay. kind of behind the curve. We there. are, and not a lot of people are willing to take the vaccine. That's I think the problem. is that, that is the, the concern about the blood clot thing? Blood clot thing, and also yeah. um, I don't know, there's some side effects. People get uncomfortable. You know, well, that's what happens with the flu shot it. too. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. I mean, the people who I talked to who got it are like, no, it was fine. I know, you know, my but, in-laws, they're like. They're, they're afraid to take the vaccine. Really? And they're telling everybody, they're telling, you know, their sons, you know, my husband, and, oh, don't well, take it, don't take it. So I saw something <laughs> online about uh, um, the relative effectiveness of the different brands. Mm. And it seems like the Pfizer looks like it's significantly more, I don't know what lab tried this out. But I think it's quite difficult to compare from what so I was So I'm kind of yeah. hoping, out, hoping out for the Pfizer. But, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, like for us, it's not, I mean, I guess like we're probably not likely to get very, I mean, un- unlikely to get very seriously ill. I mean, in the UK, actually, they've they've changed. They've said they they've issued new guidance saying I think it's under thirties um, should be offered another vaccination if they want it because they because they basically had these kind of two charts basically being like, uh, what's the risk of you not getting the vaccine and what's the risk of like you getting the vaccine? And for older people, it's way better for them to get the vaccine because right. the risks are far lower than the potential risks of actually getting COVID-19. But for younger people, it's uh, it's not like even, but it's a bit more even. Um, 
Yeah, well, I just want to be able to like travel again. That's the thing. I mean, that, I think yeah. that's the bigger concern is like going traveling. So we have to right. like, so if, we, if it's like necessary travel, then so. we need to get RTI to like organize a really urgent business trip. I have, um, <laughs> right. I have a, an urgent date with Pol our ally Palau. Yeah, there's a beach on Vietnam, nice. but I've got a very a special program. To I'm them. going to be <laughs> interviewing someone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the thing is that uh, we are expecting some other vaccines, um, like Moderna vaccine in May. Okay. And then uh, our own domestic shots could be ready by July. It says that would be yeah. I'd be interesting to see what that when they do the study, how they um, you know, they compare. compare in terms of effectiveness, especially against yeah. the new variants that are out there. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, actually, we do have a batch of uh, close to two hundred thousand doses of AstraZeneca, but. Only 19,000 has taken it so far as of April 7th. I wonder is. if that's because of hesitancy or because of the whole blood yeah. clot thing, or is it because that they're just limiting the number of people or categories of people who can get it? I think it's because so I, I was looking at those numbers, though. It's like it's like for the first category, the category that was uh, up until very recently, the only category, there's still 320,000 people in that category, according right. to government figures. So they just don't want to. So or they, they just, don't have just to don't want it. I guess like people like, aren't. You know, there's no risk, immediate risk of giving getting COVID nineteen in Taiwan at the right. moment. So there's right. less of a kind of. I think of, that's why. Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest mm -hmm. partly it. I mean, and that's, I mean, because it's funny because you know we're talking about like vaccine hesitancy. I think the UK has a fair number of sort of vaccine deniers, but actually, like by and large, people are. It is working. People are getting vaccinated. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like it has to be some factor like that, that there's just less urgency. Just get it in my arm, please. Yeah, yeah we've actually got some comments from uh, from our uh, listeners in America who've had it. Dindalari says that she had her first Pfizer shot last week. Uh, ooh, sorry, oh, my audio just went. Uh, uh, and she had side effects on and off for several days afterwards. Oh. Um, but she's getting her second one in a few weeks. Uh, but it wasn't, she said it wasn't too bad, just some nausea and headaches. Uh, um, and then Douglas Nord said he got his first Moderna shot today. Ooh. And his arm oh. is really sore. Yeah. Uh -huh. Is yeah. that, is that, is that, I don't know, is that, is that characteristic of Moderna? That's characteristic <laughs> of even like when I got my flu shot the, last year, it was the same thing. I feel like it, okay. doesn't it depend on the shot? But I don't understand. I, like, because I remember getting vaccinated like as a child and I don't really. I remember like some being more painful than others, but I don't understand like what why, why that would be the case. So depends if, on the person. <laughs> I, I thought it would depend on the vaccine, but I don't see how a vaccine. Know. You know, yeah. Some days, just know. the world in general gives me headaches and nausea. <laughs> so I feel like that's just that's just you know, yeah, it's part of being alive. Yeah, like, we'll just get over it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, I mean, would you? So would you pay to get the yes. vaccine? Well, I mean, we don't even know how much it's going to be, John. You know, yes, you're, you're, jump, you're jumping okay. at this. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever really? the price, take it. Take it. <laughs> Here's my card. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because like. I mean, I haven't had one, but from what I was hearing that like getting a COVID test, if you're not, you know, you know, getting one self-paid is quite expensive in, in Taiwan. Is that is that true? I don't know if anyone has the figures on that. No. I think it's, I thought it was like kind of close to sort of above, let's say four or 5,000 NT. Um, that much? Oh. I think so. I think it was quite a lot. So, I, I mean, I'm, I would that's assume that the vaccine would be... There's a couple of thousand. It's still less than 200 US dollars, I think. Yeah. So, it's not... Oh. I mean, I paid... 30 or 60 for my flu shot out of pocket really yeah mm. that's just how these things are i think yeah. that's a reasonable price range considering how quickly and they developed how high the demand is yeah that's true shipping costs i mean i just feel like it's storage as they have to freeze it yeah right? i mean that, i think that's partly the concern is that 
part of the reason they're doing this is that that oh firstly they're not getting rid of them quick enough and uh and they have sell by dates apparently they have expiration dates oh, oh, do- yeah. one doctor here said they think that they're just being overly cautious that yeah. actually vaccines tend to work a year or two of storage properly so is it one of those things where you know you're like you know, it's it's the sell by date's gone on on you know on your takeaway mm. meal, and you're like, yeah. oh, it'll it's work. still good. Is it? It'll it's work. been in the depends. refrigerator. <laughs> it really depends on what it is, Oof. actually. Oh, oh, yeah. I lost the sound again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I lost my yeah. yeah. So it really depends on what food you're talking about. Yeah. You know, some some things can stay longer. I'm ge- I'm generally a believer in it's probably fine. That's yeah, no mine. food waste. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more concerned about food waste than I well, am it about. It probably won't cause any immediate, you know, discomfort or anything, you know, you know to you physically. Yeah. But actually, in the long run, you I think? mean, I know of I've... someone's mother-in-law. She was always eating expired food, and over time, Yikes. she had liver problems. That means probably unrelated. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's possible. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we can argue about this another time. All right. Well, just a, another reminder, 8 p.m. Taiwan time. Taiwan that's time. noon UTC and 8 Eastern Daylight Time. Go to our website. You can see Leslie and the rest of our crew <laughs> live commenting on the Mazu Procession Parade. That's right. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Van Trias. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Stash Butler. See you next time. Boss Republic, I'm Shirley Lin. I got another getaway out of Taipei City. Again, we went to Yilan, but you know what? After this trip to Meihua Lake or Plum Blossom Lake, that's what it translates into, I'm going like, there are never-ending places to go in Yilan. It's really incredible. Yilan makes it very convenient for Taipei residents and Taipei office workers to get a weekend getaway from the city by being just next door to Taipei and only an hour's drive away if you take the Xueshan Tunnel. So this time, about 20 of us decided to stay at two B&Bs, which we reserved for our exclusive use for the weekend of the Children's Day and Tomb Sweeping Day in Taiwan. So we had a four-day weekend, but we only went on a Saturday and Sunday, only spent one night. I can't believe just how big Yilan is because this Meihua Lake is my first time ever been there and I've been on a lot of overnight trips to Yilan but I've never been to this place yet and I'm still discovering new places there so that was definitely Hao Difang good place by Chen Huilin
For the six of us who took our car, didn't start off to a very good start. First, we didn't get on the Shishan Tunnel because there was traffic control during the period we arrived at the junction to get on the highway for the tunnel. So we thought we would have to go the long way, which、uh, was around the long and winding Beiyi Highway or National Highway Number Five.、Um, apparently, people can get car sick, you know, because it's such a winding mountain road. But after about twenty-minute drive, we started feeling something's not right. It turned out that my hubby, Big John, wasn't paying attention to Google Map, and we got lost. The rest of us were to blame because he got distracted when the rest of us were starting to snack on food and chips and stuff, and he wanted some. Anyway, we went back the way we came. We had to call the rest of the gang, which was the other. What was it now? Twenty、uh, minus six, so the other fourteen people、um, that、uh, we're going to be late for lunch and told them not to wait for us. Then we realized that、uh, they've opened up the junction for the passage to the tunnel, so we decided to take it. Only did we later realize that it was a, a, a long and slow move to get to the tunnel because it was just bad, bad traffic. By the time we got out of the tunnel, we decided that we're just going to have lunch somewhere else. Other than the one that everybody else was going, which was、um, they made a reservation at this place for grilled chicken in these clay urns. Yeah,、um, Ilan is popular for them; they're everywhere. But the place that we went to did not disappoint us because one of us found a very local place serving very local dishes, which really you get these dishes in Taipei City too. But、um, there was one particular dish. In spantiao, which is like these wide, flat noodles, and it was so good with some sauce that had chopped onions.、Uh, sorry, chopped scallions, and something like a soy sauce. It was really good. First time ever having, and I'm missing it now. I think it's made from rice. So these flat, flat rice noodles.、Um, I didn't feel bad that we missed a big lunch with everybody else because you know the one we had was probably cheaper. I don't know. But because of the delay, we also missed going to this place with everybody else, which was the Luodong Culture Factory. Oh well, I'm sure there's another time for that. 
So then we headed for a place to get a drink that everybody else was ordering uh, on the mobile phone online. And um, so we arrived there first. And sure enough, the drinks are very, very good. Um, not too sweet, very naturally refreshing kind of drinks. You know, there are many of these drink shops that are freshly made drinks, that offer freshly made drinks. Um, because the day was, you know, the first day uh, for the weekend, it was kind of hot. So we really welcomed those drinks. I had this mulberry iced tea drink, which did not need to have extra sugar added. It was just sweet, just right. And I asked for a little bit of ice. So it was just a very nice, refreshing drink. It was yummy. Now in Taiwan, with these drink shops, you have to learn the language because they ask you, Bantang has a bing or whatever. Maybe they don't say that, which means like half sugar, or you want to say no sugar, or you want to say little sugar. And then they ask you how much ice you want, you know, little ice, less ice, or no ice. So you have to learn these languages. Anyway, Yilan is a great place to go. So I found all these songs about Yilan. This first one here is Yilan Tien. Yeah, it's springtime now. So it's Spring in Yilan by Li Yu Huan. Shifting the moon. 
Finally, we got together with everybody else、um, at the B&B, which was around 3:30 in the afternoon. That was the time we can check in, actually 3 o'clock. So we reserved these two-story B&Bs, two、uh, B&Bs, and they are both two-story high,、uh, right next to the lake. The、um, you know I was telling you the Meihua Lake. The B&Bs were really nice, with great living room areas and open kitchens. One even had an indoor fish pond,、uh, uh, you know,、uh, on the first floor. The rooms aren't bad, but because the B&Bs were beside the lake, the rooms were kind of damp and had a slight musty smell. So we turned on the dehumidifier, but、um, I, I should have kept it on for hours.、Um, anyway, we had, we we slept well that night. It was nice. But before the night kicked in, we、uh, strolled around the lake. There were about eight rentals for bikes, for motorbikes, for tandem bicycles, for four-seater cycling carts. My hubby, Big John, and I, and another couple, along with a two-grader daughter of yet another couple, we started. The five of us started a walk around the lake. They say it would take forty minutes to get around the lake, but. We weren't even halfway through when we bumped into four friends from our group who said that they were willing to give up their four seater for us. So we took it. It was fun, except at times when we had to go uphill. It was exhausting with my big John. He's called Big John for no reason, you know. When he's in the cart,、uh, it gets a little heavy. So there was a lot of cycling to do. With, you know, legs were getting sore. But、um, we got off at one point、uh, to walk onto a bridge to a small island in the middle of the lake and took some pictures. There were a lot of people there that weekend. We're just lucky we got you know these two B and Bs exclusively to ourselves. Another song about Yilan. This one is Yilan Hosozai. It means Yilan is a great place by Feng Qing.
上将来，太平山顶上找看云海。南风偶尔起降，海鲜船满载，古厝海边寄鱼粉，最真精彩。So we returned to Four Cedar, and、uh, right there, there were a lot of like these food stands selling all kinds of local snacks. And I think there's one, there's one that's、uh, particularly unforgettable. It was actually crepe wrapping like peanut powder and cilantro. Yes, cilantro. You heard me right. And ice cream. So you bet it's an interesting combination of savory and sweet flavors. It was, it was interesting. That's all I can say. I mean, not bad, not not you know, not gross.、Um, and then that night, our group decided to go to the nearby Luodong Night Market. It was kind of a bad decision because、uh, we had a family with two little daughters join us. But then, when there was such bad traffic and having a hard time looking for a parking space, they decided to go elsewhere. Whereas our six sum, we were lucky to find a parking, so we went straight for the night market. It was all right, but only later we found that we were in the wrong section of the night market. Here's the thing: we got full eating all sorts of things here and there before we started walking down another street and realized that that's where we needed to be. So it was so packed, like I've never been to a night market that packed before. So we missed stir-fried mutton, mutton soup, mutton noodles, all this. Yeah, a lot of mutton dishes, but supposedly they're famous for that. And、um, but I was comforted when I heard that one of our friends who said that she had there been there before, and that the food was all right. But that night we all decided that the deep fried stinky tofu served like French fries because it was cut that way in strips and drizzled with cheese on top was the best delicacy we had that night. I knew we had to have some kind of midnight snack that night, so we got some beers and these steamed water chestnuts or water caltrops. And、um, they're just shaped like you know、um, a bull's horn, and I love them because you they, it's got a hard shell and you have to bite it open or cut it open, and the inside is tasting something like potato. Okay, and anyway, and、uh, we also got these steamed peanuts from the night market in the shell, peanuts in the shell, and chips to bring back to the B and B. So we had a great night of chatting and laughing that night, and went to bed about eleven. But actually, I didn't go to sleep till about one. 
The next morning, to our surprise, the owner of the B&B prepared us a huge breakfast buffet of Chinese-style and Western-style foods. It was just great. You know, Thailand's people are, are known for being so friendly and hospitable and generous. Well, after some activity that morning, we had lunch at this uh, pretty good seafood restaurant. Then we headed back to Taipei, but it was an, another agony because soup, there was a super, super long line to get on the Shreisan Tunnel to go back to the city. But nevertheless, it was a great weekend away again in Ilan. Can't wait to discover some other places in this great, great Ilan place. That's it for Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. Another song about Ilan. And yes, we got rain the second day. So, Ilan the Yu, Ilan's Rain by Lai Yu Wei. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me 
forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.